I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode one of Me When I'm Free. Who is this me when I'm free? And why does it even matter? This is the question that has spurred me on for years now. It's led me down some dark roads of healing and up joyful mountains of calling. And to this moment, right now, still on the journey and inviting you to join me. If it really is true that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive, then it would appear that God would want this even more than we do. But why? Why is this important to him? Doesn't he have more important things to attend to than whether or not we know ourselves and what we have to bring to the world? These are some of the questions I want us to explore together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. C.S. Lewis famously wrote the following in his book, Mere Christianity. The more we get what we now call ourselves out of the way and let him take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. He went on later to say, it is when I turn to Christ, when I give myself up to his personality, that I first begin to have a real personality of my own. This was the quote typed on a plain white sheet of paper that my counselor handed to me as I finished up my last session with her one late autumn evening about five years ago. I had wearily, yet expectantly, shown up at her office every Tuesday night for about eight weeks, grappling with some unresolved wounds and questions around shame and longing She had slowly and carefully helped me to peel back the layers of my story. I knew in that moment, as I headed out her door that evening, that I had begun a journey from which there was no turning back. I wasn't sure where it would lead, but I sensed I would never be the same. Understanding who we are when we are free might feel like a selfish goal. Aren't we simply meant to keep our eyes on Jesus? Yes. But what if Jesus speaks to us through our longing to live fully and freely? If we miss that, then isn't it possible that we've missed him too, friend? John chapter 8 verse 36 promises that who the sun sets free will be free indeed. I have to believe Jesus wants our freedom even more than we do. I remember a weekend last winter when we visited my husband's family in upstate New York. There was a light snow on the ground and a chill in the air, perfect weather for a romp over the sprawling 84 acres behind his childhood home, now owned by his younger brother and family. 
After a late breakfast of bacon and eggs, we donned coats, hats, and gloves and began the trek up the path between the rows of newly planted Christmas trees to the top of the mountain, past the piles of freshly cut lumber, and into the woods. The snow was thicker and crunchier at this elevation, and this untouched winter wonderland had a Narnia-like feel. There is magic in the air at this level of elevation. Magic that turns children into fearless explorers and weary adults into fearless children. We climbed tree stands, made snowballs, pelted each other with them. Young and old gave the old sledding hill a try. Each step up the mountain felt like a step toward a better version of ourselves. But there was one member of our group that outshone all of us. The joy of our dog Josie's freedom was profound. On the top of a mountain, there are no busy roads, no other dogs, no need for the confinement of a leash. It is a place of freedom for dogs who have not tasted its sweetness. We unhooked Josie's chains and unleashed her on the wild. The joy that emanated from her furry little being was a sight to behold. She frolicked, she weaved, she dashed, she played. She was just two wings short of flying. She sprinted ahead to her people in the front, then raced to the stragglers in the back. If a dog could smile, she was beaming. In that moment, I felt as if I were watching a version of Josie that was her truest self. Knowing that this kind of delight and abandon was possible for her made me feel such joy. Truthfully, I felt a little sad when we had to strap her leash back on at the bottom of the mountain. I began to notice a question stir in my heart that day. If watching Josie experience that kind of freedom brought me such joy, how must God feel when his children live freely? When I release my unhealthy patterns of fear or anger or shame and take a step toward wholeness, how much joy does that bring him what would that kind of freedom look like for me? Truth is, maybe freedom looks less like Josie's wild abandon and more like quiet rest to you. I'm confident it looks less like striving and more like joy and deep peace or what some might call shalom. And I do believe that freedom always looks like living fully loved by Christ, leaning into the personality that he imagined with great delight for you and for me. As C.S. Lewis goes on to say in Mere Christianity, there is so much of him that millions and millions of little Christs, all different, will still be too few to express him fully. He made them all. He invented, as an author invents characters in a novel, all of the different people that you and I were intended to be. In that sense, our real selves are all waiting for us in him. 
I was right that day when I left the counseling office. I had started a journey to an unknown destination. Little did I know in that moment, that destination would feel a lot like me. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect. If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one. In my imagination, what would true freedom feel like to me? Maybe the image of Josie's romp in the woods is helpful, or maybe your image is a lot different than that. Maybe it's a memory of another time where you felt a sense of freedom or joy or peace. Either way, take a minute to sit with that question. And question two. How do I imagine what my freedom would feel like to God? Maybe you've never thought about a question like that before. It's possible you don't have an answer right now, and that's okay. But could I invite you to ask God to show you? I think he would love to answer that question. Then, would you take a moment to reflect with me and maybe even journal John 8, 36. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, would you open our eyes to the ways that we are living unfree? Would you give us an imagination for what it would look like for you to set us free indeed? In your strong name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to episode one of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness. I'd love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. If you'd like to connect throughout the week, you can find me at Kaylee Arrett on Facebook and Instagram or at KayleeArrett.com. And if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast, and I'd be delighted if you left a review. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.